A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven, approached, rolled back the stone, and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing was white as snow. The guards were shaken with fear of him and became like dead men. Then the angel said to the women in reply, Do not be afraid. I know that you are seeking Jesus the crucified. He is not here, for he has been raised, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has been raised from the dead, and he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I have told you. Then they went away quickly from the tomb, fearful yet overjoyed, and ran to announce this to his disciples. And behold, Jesus met them on their way and greeted them. They approached, embraced his feet, and did him homage. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go. Tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. The Gospel of the Lord. Did you know that Easter is the only day of the church year that is set by the moon? Easter always falls on the first Sunday after the first full moon on or after the spring equinox. The Easter gospel begins as the first day of the week was dawning. So you might think our focus would be the rising sun. The moon is not visible in the sunlight. It can only be seen in the night. Barbara Brown Taylor points out that for three whole days each month, the light of the moon is hidden from the world. Three whole days, the moon does not shine. Jonah spent three days in the belly of the fish. Jesus spent three days in the tomb. From the earliest times, people learned that was how long they had to wait in the dark before the sliver of the new moon appeared in the sky. For three days every month, they practiced resurrection. The beginning of Easter is emptiness. Every gospel writer begins with the empty tomb. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary come, but they do not see Jesus. Only when they go on their way do they encounter the risen Christ and embrace him. First comes emptiness, then comes rejoicing. First comes absence, and then comes glory. Easter begins with emptiness because life begins with emptiness. Every time we take a step forward in life, we must leave something behind. Before we can embrace new life, we must empty ourselves of the life we already possess. Before we can take our first breath, we have to leave the comfort of our mother's womb. Before we can commit ourselves to someone in marriage, we have to let go of our independence. Before we can respond to a vocation or a career, 
we have to let go of all the other things that we might be called to do. If we're going to receive new life, we must be empty enough to accept it. The women come to see the tomb, but the angel said to them, Go, tell his disciples he has been raised from the dead. They left the tomb quickly, fearful yet overjoyed. Jesus met them on their way. Jesus, too, sends them on their way. Go, tell my brothers to go to Galilee. Soren Kierkegaard said, Life must be lived forward, but it can only be understood backward. We see this same experience when the children of Israel are being led out of Egypt. In front of them was the sea, and behind them was Pharaoh's army. Some argue that they should just give up, walk into the sea, and drown. Others wanted to go back. It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the wilderness. Some wanted to fight Pharaoh's army. Moses urged the people not to fear. Be still. The Lord will fight for you. But it sounds like mostly they settled for crying out in terror, because the reading picks up here. Then the Lord said to Moses, Why do you cry out to me? Tell the Israelites to get going. When they obeyed the command to go forward, the Lord opened up a way where there was no way. Only when we can let go of our dead certainties do we find the path opening into new life. The Israelites marched through the sea on dry ground with walls of water to the right and to the left of them. The prophetess Miriam, Aaron's sister, took up a tambourine, and all the women followed her with tambourines dancing, while Miriam took up from them the refrain, Sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously, horse and rider he has thrown into the sea. Weren't they in a hurry? No time to let bread rise? But someone remembered to bring the percussion instruments? Soon enough we will find out that this band of refugees has no water for the journey and only poorly made bread to eat. They will come to rely on many more miracles, water flowing from a rock, manna from heaven, before they get to the land of promise. All the perils of the wilderness before them and the first thing that comes out of their hastily packed bags, tambourines. Aviva Zornberg says the women's song is expressive of faith in what is not yet. They prepare for miracles. Almost a contradiction in terms. They are set for wonder, carrying the instruments of song with them through the corridors of fear. Miriam's song does not make the past disappear. Rather, she redeems it. She rethinks it. She sings it into a different place. Forever her name will speak of it. Her song will arise from it, anticipating the future without denying present and past. When Jesus stood before the tomb of Lazarus, he cried out with a loud voice, 
Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet bound with strips of cloth. Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let him go. It actually means, let him go free, returning to the roots of our baptismal promise. Do you promise to live in the freedom of the sons and daughters of God? St. Paul certainly knew this truth because he used it to describe our baptism, our entry into Christ. He said that first we must die with Christ in the waters of baptism so that we could rise to new life. We first must be buried with Christ, emptied by Christ of whatever holds us back, so that together we might rise from the waters and walk in the newness of life.